Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hashtag Team Open. This is Open Up, the podcast, the chat, the extra thought to accompany my first book. Open, a toolkit for how magic and messed up life can be. Hello, I'm Gemma Kearney and I am on a tour around the UK going everywhere that I can on a bus that is double-decker, bright yellow, doesn't drive any faster than 35 miles per hour because it was made in the 90s and is called Dandelion. This episode is about the tricky, mad subject that is body image. This body here is fly as hell. It does some incredible things. I care not if it does not look the way you want it to look. I'm the one who has to live in it. Mm. Every girl worries about dieting a bit. Yeah, though. I don't. I don't think. It's gonna get to a point where like guys are gonna be contouring and like look at that guy's jawline. Like that's just the new craze now. And you're just like, how <laughs> how do you achieve that? If you're listening and you feel excited then I want you to just jump on the bed. Okay, you might not be near a bed, but how about you just shout out, open up! Yes! It feels so good, doesn't it? In a poof of glittery smoke, I arrived in Hull today, City of Culture for 2017, as part of WOW Festival, Women of the World. It is a global festival now, starting at the South Bank Centre, which, if we rewind, we were at yesterday, where I hosted a rally with young activists and then did a huge Q&A in the Royal Festival Hall. I am breathless at the thought of all of this activity with the legend that is Lauren Laverne. So, back to the now. Here we are outside the Hull City Hall, which is a beautiful old opulent building. And uh, there is a piece of um, art that has been installed as part of the Year of City of Culture, kind of massive air hanger thing, which is interesting. It is a point of discussion. Apparently it's not here for that much longer, but I like the fact it's a point of discussion. In this episode of Open Up, we're gonna think about the relationships that we have with our bodies. I love the idea of body positivity, but what does it actually mean? And I know that it's not something that people can even relate to. A lot of people don't like their actual bodies. We are our bodies. And I really want to investigate what's going on. Our relationship with food, the idea of fitness, and how it's been so commodified. So you're listening in your ears, which means that you have ears, which are fabulous. But why are we worrying about our cellulite? I am with Bangs, a.k.a. Mirren, a.k.a. Bangs. That's what you know mostly online, right? Basically, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
What do you do? What's your claim to fame? I am a uh, spin instructor, blogger, and uh, the fitness editor at Elle magazine. So that's quite a lot of credentials in terms of the fitness world. That means that, you know, people trust what you say about what we should do with our bodies. Well, I didn't think about it like that, but now I'm feeling immense pressure from you. <laughs> I'm starting to reconsider my career options. I think it's okay because I've heard you talk on a panel today and I like what you said about bodies and our use of them and the fact that they're all very individual. I felt less worried about the fitness future because I think it is good to move your body and it's good to use your body and love your body, but I'm worried as to how much we feel like it has to be one way. The patriarchy, if you will, yeah, I'm going in deep, right off the bat, has kind of told us how we should look since the dawn of time. In its current iteration, when it comes to fitness, that is obviously to be six-packed and have a nice perky booty and perfect thighs and everything else. Um, but those images are being distorted all the time through magazines. But even now, unfortunately, in our own media that we have the power to create ourselves, which I find problematic. Instagram and stuff was this amazing opportunity for us to create the kinds of images we want to see and be a bit of a backlash to traditional media, if you will. Everybody's photoshopping themselves and creating these quote-unquote perfect images of what we should supposedly be looking like at this point. Are you saying that there is no such thing as a perfect body? Your body is perfect. The body you are in is perfect, as it is. There's an entire industry built around making you feel crap about yourself. It's, it's a money thing. The more you feel crap, the more money you're going to spend to try and feel better. So the economy stays afloat, the more you feel bad about yourself. How messed up is that when you really think about it? It's quite upsetting. Yeah. In terms of practicality, what can we do to start on a journey to love ourselves then? If somebody's listening right now and they dislike areas of their body, but wants to just feel comfortable in their own skin. I'd say, first of all, that's a journey, right? Like nothing happens overnight. You're not gonna wake up tomorrow and think, everything's fabulous now, I'm great. Loving who I am and loving my body totally came about through fitness for me. So I was a couch potato for many years and felt very blah. That's really the only way I can kind of describe it. Blah and lethargic all the time and not happy. And uh, I thought I should probably move more. That might make me feel better. I was a dancer in my youth and I kind of thought back, well, you know, I, I did always feel good when I was dancing. So I started working out and endorphins are a real thing. I, I love think. endorphins. I talk about them a lot in the book. I just like make them your best friend. The science of endorphins is just incredible. So once you kind of get a hit of that, first of all, it does legit trigger all these kind of happy things in your brain uh, that chemically that make you feel good. But past that, I think the big game changer for me was I was 100% the girl who started running and super early in the morning in massive baggy tracksuit bottoms and a big hoodie because I didn't want anybody to see me. Um, but then that's just not practical. You come to realize fairly soon that Lycra is the way forward. But you also just start to think of your body in a different way. Like I think I think running is probably the, um, the easiest example to use just because you can see gains in running relatively quickly compared to other forms of, of sport or fitness. So you can run a little bit further each time. And by that, I mean, for me, when I was coming off the couch, it would be, okay, I just want to make it from this lamppost to that phone box, from that phone box to that dustbin, from that dustbin to that tree. And all of that was an achievement. I'd also just recommend people study a little bit of anatomy and physiology at some point in your life because you gain an entirely new appreciation for your body when you understand the science of it. 
But when I looked internally and thought, man, my heart and lungs are doing some incredible things right now to, for me to be doing this. And, and I'd picture like the blood pumping around my body and, and the amazing things my quads would be doing. And like, and I'd just be looking at myself and think all of a sudden I've gone from, you know, girl who couldn't run 20 meters to I'm superwoman. Yeah. I'm legit superwoman <laughs> running down the high street. Like I just started to think of myself completely differently. So I, st I didn't care if like my thighs were a bit jiggly and got cellulite on them. I don't care. These thighs have run me through marathons. They've done incredible things. So I started to think of my body in terms of what it can do and its ability as opposed to its aesthetics all the time. Um, as women, especially, we get enough of that. Just in our everyday life, we are constantly told from the second we wake up, what is acceptable for us to look like, how we should look, how we should always be trying harder, how we should hate ourselves and then try and love ourselves some more if we buy this product. We're bombarded by it every single day. Fitness for me is a way for me to take that power back to say, actually, this body here is fly as hell. It does some incredible things. I care not if it does not look the way you want it to look. I'm the one who has to live in it. And I like it. I like what it does. I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. The human body is legit incredible. It's not hyperbolic to say that we are walking miracles. <laughs> One thing that I like to do if ever I get kind of caught up in uh, moments of doubting uh, my fabulosity and how great my body is, I like to just take a second to just wiggle my toes. And I'll sit for a second and just think about that and, and feel what that feels like. And then I'll step back from that and think about the number of neurons that had to fire in my brain and the millions of things that had to happen going all the way through my body for that message to get from my brain to my toes to tell them to wiggle. And it blows my mind. When I think about that, just the simple act of just wiggling your toes or just, you know, when you shake hands with someone, the number of things that have to happen for all of those actions to take place in a second, your brain is, just constantly doing all these mathematical calculations to make sure that everything is kind of happening at the right times and so if you're listening wiggle your toes and let your own mind blow about your own body yeah. uh bang thank you so much welcome to team open Yay. yes oh i love this lady in team open a superhero we have one <laughs> In Salford, I sat down with two different groups. One were a group of young men and another were a group of young women to talk about the truths behind the relationships with our body. Let's talk about food. Do you love it? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> What's your favourite food? Um, I'd say Domino's pizza. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And do you ever worry about dieting or do you know people that worry about it unhealthily? Mm. Every girl worries about dieting a bit. Yeah. Though. I I'd, don't, I don't think. I, think, I do because like, yeah. I've been like sporty person so I did my rowing and obviously that's important with your diet and um, so I try to keep a healthy balanced diet by eating like pasta and protein mm. and now like because of college I feel like I'm eating more. I used to worry about my sister and her diet. I've never had a problem like I'm not want to say oh I'm fat and beg for attention because I know I'm not fat and I'm not gonna like play down that route but there is sometimes where I think I've had too much chocolate today like this is not a good day for me <laughs> but like I don't I'd never actively go out of my way to use like protein shakes or meal replacement or mm -hmm. maybe I need it for like getting like the good stuff in me I mean like social media doesn't exactly help with that because yeah. like you see girls and they're all the stereotypical slim and pretty and 
I feel like social media is a massive platform where you're just trying to outdo someone else. I'm addicted to it. You think you're addicted to social media? Yeah. I can't get up in the morning without... It's like a newspaper to me. Like, I go on Twitter, go on Instagram, just to see what other people are doing, and they don't affect my life at all, and I know this. I'm well aware that... But um, it's just I can't get it out of my system. Someone in my ear tried to, like, go off all social media and not do anything, deleted everything off her phone, but it lasted about a week and shattered everything back. It's because it's yeah. so... It's the norm now, yeah. like, it's you, so you common and out. you feel like you're yeah, yeah. You yeah. missing out. There is a lot of discussion about young women and focusing on their attitude towards body image. Do you think that boys get left out in the cold a little bit in this discussion? The whole idea of masculinity, isn't it? Like With women, it's, if you're overweight, that's disgusting, but you could be as skinny as possible and that's fine, whereas guys, it's, you can't be overweight, but you can't be too skinny. You have to be this very specific body image, otherwise you're out. There's less of a chance to speak out about it now, like, because it's so much focus on women. It sort of feels like you're not allowed to talk about yourself as a guy because you feel like you might just get called out. What is the body type that is ideal for a man? Gym lad. Toned, not too far. Not like bodybuilder, but like... Yeah. A six-pack, that's always yeah. the definite one. Right. You don't want to be overly muscly because over. that can put people off, but it's just, it's just like model. Enough to tell that you're muscled while wearing clothing, but not so much so that... It's yeah. scary. You can barely see the clothing under the muscles. <laughs> yeah. Height has become, like, this really important thing. The weird things are now becoming a thing, like, chins are, like, a thing now. Like, really? jawline and things like that, that's important. Yeah, like, you can't and, have the yeah. underside anymore. If you push your tongue up to the roof of your mouth, so, like, you get mm. sucked in, and that's what apparently models do when they're taking photos yeah. to get rid of the underside. Like any skin under your chin, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's like just it's anything that might be the slightest hint of a double chin. So you just... beyond like the fear of double chin, we're talking literally oh, like yeah. actual skin. People don't want chins anymore. It's going to get to a point where like guys are going to be contouring and like because you've got to have like a chiselled like, and they're always on about it. They're always like, oh, look at that guy's jawline. Like that's just the new craze now. And you're just like, how <laughs> how do you achieve that? How do you like? This is making me want to you, cry. You, yeah. Yeah. It's like how do you change your jaw? You just can't. Please so. don't try and change your jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surgery my jaw now. I'm on my knees begging. Like, you know what? Like, jaws are okay. Jaws can be beautiful in their own right. That was Tom, Joe, Alex, Deanna, Emma and Harriet in Salford. I still can't get over that chin thing. It's literally haunting me. We're in Blackburn and I'm with... Team Orphan. Yes. Let's talk about makeup. Do you like it? Do you wear it? Do you think about it? I don't wear makeup all the time, actually. I, I don't really wear it at all, I think, when I go out, maybe, but I tend to just like to look after my skin more than make it look nice because you need to keep it healthy. So how do you keep it healthy? You have got lovely skin. Thank you. Uh, I just tend to like moisturise it. I use a lot of natural products. I have very sensitive skin, so then it's, it's just about looking after it more than it is making it look good. Sometimes you don't really need to wear makeup if you want to make yourself look beautiful. You've just got to be yourself, pretty much. I think you don't really need makeup to be beautiful because you are who you are. You should look after yourself. And if people don't like what you look like, then it doesn't really matter because obviously there's something there that's making them think that because you're beautiful as you are and your personality is beautiful. I feel there is a pressure within society to conform to a certain way you have to look if you don't have the latest makeup trends you don't look right body image is a really huge topical issue right now with young girls trying to look like the models in 
adverts and everything but uh, I think the way you look it's about how you feel how you fit in how you conform to society and how you tend to look at yourself not specifically my friends but I know quite a few people that have issues with their self-perception because they feel they have to conform to society like I have to be this way or I have to look such a way and I'm not beautiful without that image and I'm fat or things like that when they should consider that their personality makes them who they are and they're beautiful as they are and they don't need to conform to society. What is fat though? What do you think is deemed as fat? Because who decides what's fat? That's difficult to say because it's a lot of self-perception as well as the peer pressures but as long as you're at a healthy weight and you're healthy, it doesn't really matter what you look like because your personality makes you beautiful. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And you're unique as you are. This is Gemma Kearney. Hello. You're listening to Open Up. I'm so happy that you're listening to the podcast. This is exciting. You're part of Hashtag Team Open, the movement. Uh, please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe. I'm sorry to keep banging on about it, but it's important to us. So do share it, rate it, review it, subscribe, listen to all the others and let us know what you think. So when I think about my body now, I think about a young woman's body that just is what it is. I like it to feel strong in the sense that I run around a lot in day-to-day life rather than becoming too into exercise. I like it for the fact that it jumps into the sea where I live. I like it for the fact that it's walked me up Mount Kenya. That, that actually happened once, would you believe, a few years ago. And cycled me from London to Paris. So these things I I like it for because I associate those things with good times rather than like a particular type of body and I do feel really lucky that I grew up in a time where there was no such thing as clean eating or hundreds and hundreds of diets that I could find out about online it was much more kind of cave person in an approach you ate what you wanted to eat and you messed about in the playground rather than thinking about going to the gym But I know that things have changed and the current trend of clean eating has seen lots of experts make lots of money and some of those experts aren't actual proper experts. They're sort of telling people that they are and they're setting themselves up on social media, giving advice, bringing out cookbooks 
And you could be following people online who are promoting lifestyles or diets that are actually harmful or just not right for you. So when I was writing this section in the book, I spoke to a trained dietitian and nutritionist called Leo Pemberton, who's got all the letters behind his name on his CV. He's done the actual work behind what is right for individual bodies. So I needed his help. There are a couple of trends that do worry me. The clean eating movement, at first glance, that doesn't appear to be dangerous. So saying, you know, go for unprocessed foods more, that's, that's a good thing. But it can lead to disordered eating because if you start to cut out lots of different food groups and then you might only go for raw foods instead of cooked foods, or if you're going gluten-free, then going vegan, suddenly you're left with not very much in your diet or maybe only vegetables or only one food group. It's deemed as something that's like really positive if you go online and if you go on Instagram there are movements based around clean eating and yeah. only cooking in coconut oil and yeah. uh, high fat diets where you're cutting out you know every type of carbohydrate. Yeah. One of the dangerous things there is that if you follow certain bloggers or Instagram stars they will all have a slightly different ethos. So if you follow one person and they say, well, I think you should cut out meat, dairy and gluten, you also follow someone else and they say you should cut out grains, then that's where you start to cut out many more groups than those people themselves. And it's really not backed up by science. It depends what your goals are. You know, lots of people want to follow a healthy diet for weight loss and there are lots of ways in which you can lose weight but if you're cutting out vitamins and minerals and things like calcium or protein from your diet yeah. uh, you know especially if you're still growing or you're very active or you know you want to be healthy that's when it becomes dangerous what kind of deficiencies could you so, run into unexpectedly anemia which uh, is when you have very low iron levels and that can affect your energy it can make you really tired it can actually make you very ill seriously ill so the tiredness would be one of the first symptoms that you, you might recognize right. so yeah and then, and then it gets more serious yeah and then also calcium for example you run the risk of having brittle bone disease or osteoporosis later in life. Younger people are cutting out dairy products completely, but not replacing those products with other sources of calcium. Girls as young as 12 might be influenced at school or, again, by bloggers. Some of the more extreme cases that I've seen or heard about have been where people start um, by maybe going vegan, but then moving on to only eating raw foods and so not cooking any foods or having any processed foods. In one extreme case, a young man got to the stage where he was only having filtered water, so distilled water was actually really fearful to reintroduce any of the foods that he was having before. So at that point, you're running the risk of death. So it's really serious. and where we have so much information at our fingertips. There is too much information out there and too much contradictory information and advice. Mm. You could feel like you want to be healthy. You could follow someone that tells you that their, yeah. their method is healthy. And then Absolutely. you follow someone else's and then you follow someone else or you follow another method. Essentially, that could boggle your brain so much yeah. that you could end up with an eating disorder. Absolutely. It's harder than ever to know who the real experts are and the people who have the most followers 
tend not to be the experts. So my profession compared to a glamorous food blogger, um, maybe we look quite dull or, you know, not appealing to, to people. And it's not really my job to build up a huge social media um, following or to build up that presence. I don't need to. But then it means that our voice is diluted. I'll pick up the pieces when things start to go wrong. So lots of us know that the focus on image and body type is starting to affect us at younger ages. Statistically, it's real. We are thinking about the way our body looks from such a young age, and this is because of lots of different reasons. In Darwin, near Blackburn, I chatted to an amazing group of 12 to 14-year-olds, and I wanted to know what they thought was a good image. Okay, I'm going to talk to you guys about image. Is it important to you? It wasn't a thing at all in primary, but now you get here and everyone starts talking about their image to each other and I'm just kind of sat here like, what, what's my image like? I, I don't know and I don't know whether they respect it or not. And so it's quite important, but I think the major stage of it is stepping up into high school because everyone thinks they're older quite often, so they act older and they want to look older. People tend to judge you more on how you look and how you're acting they don't really care about what your personality is anymore. It matters like, to some people because you don't want like, them to think of you in a bad way, they want to think of you in a good way about the way you look. What is looking bad? I'm still trying to work that out myself. <laughs> people normally think of people who have like, loads of makeup, who look really pretty and like, they've got a really good like, body shape. And, like, people who they think that are bad are people like, who don't have like, really good body weight, who don't wear any makeup, who just look like they've just been like dragged out of bed. I let you into a secret, guys. I was dragged out of bed this morning. <laughs> I haven't got any makeup on. <laughs> You're still growing. So your whole body and your face and your image and your hopes and dreams and your loves and hates will change all the time throughout your life. But especially your body is just going to be changing all the time. So what is this ideal body shape? Everyone wants to look grown up at this stage. They don't want to be treated as little kids anymore. Everyone thinks the ultimate body shape is a teenager, someone who's like 15, someone who's sexy. People immediately assume, oh, they'll have a better life. They'll get admirers, they'll have a husband, they'll have a wife. People who think that is like they have like flat tummy and a curvy hips and stuff like that but the way you look is the way you look and you're meant to like keep that you're not meant to be like make yourself have a flat tummy make yourself have curvy hips and that like it's meant to look you back to bangs so i've decided it's going to be good for my head heart and soul to clear out my instagram i'm going to spend some time getting rid of the imagery that makes me feel bad about myself. Mm -hmm. If I want to be following someone new that really projects body confidence, who should I follow? So first of all, I think that's also a great thing to do. If you know if you find that the images that you're taking in are making you feel bad about yourself, it's really important for your self-care to step back from that and evaluate it and be able to curate your feed so that it makes you feel good about yourself. That's really important. Um, the one person I would say to follow would be Jessamine Stanley, who is an American lady who is larger and who does incredible things on a yoga mat um, that I'm very jealous of, if I'm honest with you, because uh, it's the total goals in terms of flexibility and just being and being able to move in a 
certain way. Her uh, Instagram name, I believe, is I am Jessamine. Okay, I'll find her. Thank you so much. And where can we find you? You can find me on Tinterweb, uh, at Bangs in a Bun on most things, and uh, you can read my column every month in Elle magazine. If you are worried about yourself when it comes to your relationship with food or fitness or your body shape, or you're worried about a friend or someone in your family, then you really do need to seek some advice. I would say that if you enjoyed listening to Leo Pemberton earlier, who is a trained nutritionist, uh, and uh, he knows what he's talking about, he's been studying it for years, then you can ask him questions online. He's at Leo Nutrition on Twitter. When it comes to dieting and nutrition, think about what those words mean to you. Nutrition is about feeding yourself and feeding yourself the right stuff, which is about an individual person. And dieting can mean so many things, especially in terms of an industry. So if you're buying a book or if you're looking something up online, think about where you're getting that information from. Is the supposed expert an actual expert? Are they trained? And is the information that they're giving you right for you and your lifestyle? It's really important to ask yourself those questions. There is no quick fix, but there is a huge industry. If you want to think about body image and you want to research more, then we would suggest that you head to the Be Real campaign online. It's www.berealcampaign.co.uk. And there's loads more on this in the actual book itself. So if you haven't got the book yet, go get it. Because there's lots of chat about body image, food, and our relationships with our physical selves. Still to come in this podcast series, Open Up, we're going to talk about stress and anxiety and what happens when they are pushed to the extreme. The music on Open Up is by Toddler T. Let me know what you think by using the hashtag Team Open. It's really nice to hear your responses and to see what you think online. Next week, we're going to focus more on clean eating specifically, and you can hear my full interview with dietitian Leo Pemberton. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.